Welcome to the Sermon B-Side Podcast, a podcast of Liberty Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, a church that desires to live, speak, and serve as the very presence of Jesus in the Harrisburg region. Sermon B-Sides is designed to be a resource to help us deepen the conversation about this week's sermon and answer questions that may be helpful to accomplish our purpose. Hey, welcome back to the B-Side Podcast. My name is John Robinson. I serve as one of the pastors here at Liberty Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And my name is Matt Lelloyan. Good to have you with us today. I also serve as one of the pastors at Liberty Church. Uh, and joining us today uh, is Gretchen Carvella. Uh, Gretchen is a longtime member of Liberty Church, I guess, as much as there is such a thing as a longtime member of Liberty Church. Our I mean, more than like a year and a half, I think you uh, you qualify for that. Our storied, our storied almost nine year, actually, yeah. uh, history. We'll be nine years old in two weeks. Wow. Crazy incredible. enough. Um, but that's, uh, that's one less Super Bowls that Tom Brady's gone to. I think that's true. I think that's true. You got to rub that in as a Bucks fan. Today. There you go. You got You got to hey. find. It. You had to find a way. Look, if there was ever a year for Tampa sports, there you go. It was during the pandemic. That is true. So, that is true. You get the stands out of the fans out of the stands, and we excel. That's right. That's all you need. Uh, but Gretchen and Bob, her husband, uh, and her two kids, Julie and Adam, have been part of Liberty Church since uh, the early part of 2012. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gretchen and Bob and her kids have served our church in a variety of capacities um, over the years. Um, Gretchen, I just continue to be grateful for how you embody uh, the life and heart of a servant in mm-hmm. so many ways. Um, even thinking about having you on the podcast this month, we, we could have had you a couple weeks ago for refugees. We could have had you in for other things. Um, oh, thank you. But yes. uh, but grateful to have you with us. Thank you. Today. It's good to be here. Yeah. We, uh, we're wrapping up now, getting close to wrapping up our month focused on mercy and justice issues. Yesterday um, at our worship gatherings, we focused on human trafficking and combating human trafficking, um, which also which is a topic uh, that is near to your heart yes. as well, Gretchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe that would be a great place to, to jump in. Maybe tell us um, how did God move in your life and circumstances to give you right. a heart for, for this topic? Okay, yeah. well, um, about 2008, a friend of mine at that point went to uh, Thailand and Cambodia mm. on a missions trip, mm-hmm. and she mm. came back, and that was the first I ever heard of human trafficking. I yeah. didn't even know, mm. you know what it was. Yeah. She came back with very um, hard stories mm. and sad stories of the mm. children that they ministered to there, you know, children who were as young as my children, mm. um, and they were being sold into slavery for labor. Um, they would yeah. cross the border from Cambodia to Thailand and mm. for labor slavery, or their parents would. Um, sexual exploitation of young girls there. Hmm. It was just heartbreaking, and I couldn't yeah. believe it. Like, I'm like, yeah. I was like, really? Like, I thought slavery was, you know, a thing of the past. I was really naive, by the way, too. Mm, <laughs> you know, nice. I thought, like, yeah. oh, this is all a nice yeah. world. But, yeah. you know, yeah. when you hear of this kind of stuff, and I was just, mm. my my mind was blown that this was happening. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it was out there, you know, yeah. it was over there. Yeah. Sure. Um, did, so, did she go specifically like with that context going for people who were being trafficked, or was it like she just kind of saw it as it was happening? Uh, she went with a, yeah. She with went to to minister to girls that were being okay. um, trafficked, mm-hmm. okay. and and they went over to Thailand too to to for to minister to people that were being okay. crossed over the border for labor trafficking. Yeah, wow. Hmm. So, yeah, so that was my first exposure, and then I went to some conferences, learned a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
next few years, I went to a conference um, put on by International Justice Mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they do a lot of work with um, representing people all over the world mm-hmm. that are trafficked. So I, now I learned that it was prevalent all over the world, and mm-hmm. this is you know going on, and, P- and IJM had a presence in trying to help them with their legal cases, mm, um, yeah. you know, because these people have no power, no, yeah. no finances, they're stuck. Um, so that's how I got a little bit more to know that it was going on out in the world. Yeah. But then um, still learning, and at that point, a couple years later, I went to another conference and um, learned that uh, there was a, a, a organization called Exodus Cry. Mm, and yeah. they did things around the world. They're a prayer movement, a lot of mm. a prayer movement primarily. But then they talked about things that were happening in the U.S. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, like the U.S.? I mean, you know, I can yeah. understand third world countries, you know, maybe sure. people need income in desperate ways, you know, mm. but yeah. we're the U.S., you know? Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so then I learned that it was around here and mm-hmm. um, a lot having to do with sexual exploitation of, of women. Yeah. And... I'll confess to kind of my 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 journey in Christianity was like to think about prostitution. Yeah. I would think, um, well, they're making a choice. Sure. You know, they want to do that. And yep. mm-hmm. so I was like, you know, that's bad. They're the bad people, you sure. know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. and now that I think of that, I'm like, wow, you're like, I actually thought that, mm. you know. But when I heard about Exodus Cry mm. and went to some of their, their website and learned about some of yeah. their, um, their information, they talked about how, uh, what a, kind of a choice is it? And you talked about this yesterday, Matt, mm-hmm. you know. What kind of a choice is it when you've been raised in a family that is not supportive? You've been told, you know, things all your life about your worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, yeah. so to see that prostitution feeds into human trafficking and is related is not a stretch and is not like a one's good and one's bad, you yeah. know. Or, or one, you know, one is their fault and one is not their fault. Yeah. Um, I, they definitely are making choices, but it's related to um, mm. what kind of a choice is they yeah. have. Mm. So That's that good. got me a little bit of exposure in the U.S. of things that are happening. Mm. And then I went to a conference, um, and the speaker was talking about um, sexual exploitation of women and, and children and human trafficking. And he said, think of someone you know important in your life. And I had young children at that time. Mm. Julie was an elementary school, maybe late elementary school, hmm. they said, think, what would you do if one, a family member or somebody close to you would just disappear or be, you know, like taken and yeah. you couldn't get to them and you knew they were being exploited? Like, what would you do? And like, you know, your thoughts are like, I'd do anything, you know, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd go. Oh, yeah. Um, and he said, you know, think of someone, think of someone, picture their face, picture their name. And I thought of my daughter, Julie, and then he said, well, to God, that's their, that's everyone's name. You know, mm. yeah. and it hit home, you know, that... Yeah. These aren't just numbers. Yeah. They're not just people out there who are not like us. Yeah, they're real people. They mm-hmm. have families. There's actually an organization called "She's Somebody's Daughter." Yeah. You know. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. These are these are people's daughters. There's people's sons who are being influenced by this and trafficked. And trafficked. Yeah. And so that really brought it home for me. Yeah. You know that mm-hmm. that. Um, and it's happening around here. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in various ways that you wouldn't imagine or think. Yeah. Um, so that's how I got introduced in that. And shortly after that, I I learned about Peace Promise and started Mm. doing things with them. Yeah. It's amazing, too, how, um, yeah, just the the, the different pieces that came together 
that, um, you know, you, as you were describing there, you went, it, it, for you, human trafficking was a, a global but perhaps isolated issue right. mm-hmm. initially, mm-hmm. and then it was global and prevalent as through IJM, International Justice Mission, right. mm-hmm. and then it was domestic, but maybe even kind of domestic I is still of, kind of an out there. Yeah, Las like, Vegas, New York, yeah, you know, yeah. the where places kind of where the it would be. Yeah. Of, of our <laughs> right. nation. Or Atlantic where, City. Yeah. <laughs> City. You just hate Jersey. <laughs> you just, yeah. I love Jersey bagels. I want that to be uh, known. Put that on That's the right. record. That's right. <laughs> but then, you know, so, so domestic, but still out there. Right. And then yeah. um, a combination of, you know, with Peace Promise, it being here in central Pennsylvania, and then even that, that personal aspect of kind mm-hmm. of going, oh, what is the actual heart of God right. for people yeah. and even mm-hmm. their own families or others for these women that and men mm-hmm. that, right. that are trafficked mm-hmm. in different ways? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, is that from your from your interactions as you've um, gotten to be part of Peace Promise prayer mm-hmm. gatherings and, and interacting with other people here at Liberty or outside of Liberty? Mm-hmm. Is that um, do you find that's a fairly common experience that the, the the kind of shape of this goes from kind of global out there to like narrowing it closer and closer to home? Yeah, at least in, you know, the circles I run, you know, people mm-hmm. wouldn't imagine that there's things yeah. going on like that around here. Um, and frankly, even like, you know, with Peace Promises Ministry to the strip clubs. Yeah. I will admit, too, like when I first heard that, it was kind of like, oh, they're making a choice. Why is that trafficking? You know, but it's all related how yeah. um, mm-hmm. their choices aren't real choices, you yeah. know. And, and um, there are some experiences that, that I've heard of over the years where it feeds into trafficking because then they truly do get abducted, you know, yeah. or when they're in the climate of the, of the sexual exploitation industry, yeah. you know, that by anyone's definition, you know, it would be a trafficking situation. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. it was I, a shock for me. Yeah. And a lot of people I talked to are like, yeah, I've heard of that over there. Yeah. You know, but, but not here. I appreciate you sharing that because I've, I've had that conversation with a number of people at, at Liberty over right. the years too, where they, they for their first encounter with Peace Promise or hearing, you know, Patty's a fan, Patty Seaman from Peace Promise who was with us yesterday, mm-hmm. a phenomenal storyteller and, right. and just shares those experiences um, so well and so compellingly. But the first time a person hears, mm-hmm. okay, they're ministering to prostitutes, they're, they're actually going into local strip clubs in, in our in our city, in our region, right. and getting to know the women that work there. Mm-hmm. It does really mess with categories right. when, you, mm-hmm. when you first hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, and so I'm grateful for, for how that's played out in your life and the lives of others, um, where rather than just kind of immediately going, having, you know, that, that visceral response, right. you kind of go, well, why, yeah, why have I thought that? And mm-hmm. is there something else under, like, I, I just think that's, I'm grateful for that. I think that's, I've seen that play out in our, in our church and, and even more and more in my own heart um, over the years to, mm-hmm. to, to grow in compassion for right. people that it might seem on the surface, there's a, there's a willingness and that right. they're, that they're a perpetrator. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot more complicated than that. And right. they're, they're, right. they're Almost always, um, if not always, there's a lot of there. There is much of victim in many ways there too, mm-hmm. as much as they're contributing to things that right, are. Right, right. I sinful. think you said in your sermon yesterday that the black and white issues are very, oh, you know, yeah, not, not so. Yeah, yeah. There was. Um, we were just talking about this a second ago before we came on the podcast. Um, there, even something Patty said yesterday um, brought up some of those complicated these, those topics where um, COVID in, back in March shut down um, many things, yeah. of course, right, as we right. know, but, uh, but shut down strip clubs in our area. And 
um, you know, initially the, our response when we hear something like that is to say like, well, that's good, right? Yeah, like that's right. A, this is what we want. We right. want those places yeah. where, where, you know, central places of trafficking and exploitation certainly mm-hmm. um, shut down. Uh, Patty was quick yesterday to uh, to say, "Well, hang on, that actually isn't yeah. isn't good because it gets worse." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. How um, how have you wrestled with that a little bit? You were sharing a little bit earlier, Gretchen, about right. that. Right. Yeah. You know, when I I um, I get um, update prayer updates from Peace Promise, and I got mm-hmm. that a, a while ago. Yeah. I heard that, and my first reaction was, "Wow, like a good result of COVID." Yeah. You know? Like the, yeah. The strip clubs are closed, so this is good, but. As Patty shared yesterday, that that means you know girls turn to worse things, you mm-hmm. know, or overdose, or yeah, so explicit prostitution, yeah, and stuff like that, yeah. yeah, you know, and so then I'm like, well, what do I pray for, Lord? Yeah. You know, do I want this evil to continue in the strip clubs? Do I, you know, do I not? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. so it's just, um, and all you know, human trafficking all over hmm. locally in that in that arena, but. You know, over in um, Thailand, where you know people are starving, so they yeah. they um, sell their children, you know, to slave labor or or into sexual exploitation. Yeah, they're both bad. Like, what do you do? You know, you don't eat, yeah. or you you know. So that yeah. it's they're very um, blurred lines and complex issues to yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And and I know when I would go to the prayer times uh, with Peace Promise. A lot of the stories are like that. You mm-hmm. know, you don't know how to pray, and there's just so many layers to yeah. what's going on. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that black and white categories kind of reminds me of, like, what situational ethics, when you start talking mm-hmm. about, like, in philosophy, you start sure. going into, like, situational ethics. Is, okay. it, yeah. is it okay to steal bread if it's to feed your family? Yeah. Right. You know, right. the categories the categories get blown up in uh-huh. these situations yeah. where we need to call evil evil, but we also need to not look at one thing and think that it's not going to affect, you know, a handful of other things True, down the right. line. And so yeah. uh, in order for us to to think well and good about this as Christians, mm-hmm. I think one of the things we need to see is is the value of humanity, the situations that they're in, and having, even as we talked about last week, a holistic approach mm-hmm. to yeah. uh, the care for and the love for our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that just because a strip club is broke, is, is shut down, you know, uh, we see that evil as being done. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it's over with. Yeah, yeah. But we're not we're not looking at the the strippers and going, now how am I going to care for them? Right. How mm-hmm. am I going to care? You know, take care of them. What do they need? Mm-hmm. How can I show them value and dignity and honor and love? Mm-hmm. And so, um, in the same way, like last week we were talking about. You know, yes, there's there's you know fewer abortions, but we also need to take care of. Like the women yes. who have these children, mm-hmm. you know, and give mm-hmm. them financial counseling and care. And so yeah. I think that the call as Christians is so much bigger mm-hmm. than just uh, eliminating the things that we see as mm-hmm. evil. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 But really caring for the souls and the humanity that exists around us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so I think that's, yeah, I think IJM is doing a great job doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the local church, mm-hmm. you know, we continue and, and need to be more present and involved and generous towards mm-hmm. uh, these ministries who are, are really being the hands and feet of Jesus right. mm-hmm. uh, to people that um, are in desperate need, as Patty said yesterday, of hope yeah. and of right. seeing hope yeah. and mm-hmm. experiencing what hope is. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. IJM, there's, we got to get their monthly prayer um, request and they have a case 
um, of uh, uh, three people in hmm. over in uh, I don't know a foreign country. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, but um, they were murdered by police. So the police, a lot of hmm. time, in lots of, in foreign countries, a lot of times the police, you know, look the other way to trafficking sure. or yeah. are actually complicit in trafficking. Yeah. You know, they yeah. there's corruption. So these right. three people were murdered because oh. they were trying to work with IJM to, to um, you know, prosecute some traffickers. Hmm. And that case has been going on for five years. Oh, wow. Hmm. We've been receiving prayer requests for five wow. years about this. You know, and like you said, they stand with the people, they stand with this family who lost yeah. their their people, their members five years ago. And yeah. we've all forgotten, but IJM is still working with them. Mm, Patty wow. still works with people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other organizations still walk with people. Whereas, yeah. like you said, John, we think, okay, the strip clubs are closed, check. Yeah, you know? right. Right. great story. Let's celebrate yeah. it. Let's yeah. move yeah. on. Like, yeah. as opposed to, well, those are, yeah. yeah. The, in the depths of humanity um, and sin, like, yes. All right, so there, there's, yeah, even just using that as, as a quick example of, Okay, so that's a source of income for somebody who has, um, I think Patty was saying, like, has never held a job, mm-hmm. um, doesn't file taxes, has very low self self worth, yeah. mm. perspective on themselves. Uh, that you know they don't see the imago day in themselves, uh-huh. and so they're going to seek out different ways, and usually not legal ways, mm-hmm. to to get an income to survive. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, you know, it's like what's what's a worse evil is is that person being an exotic dancer being a worse evil or that person becoming you know a prostitute mm-hmm. a worse mm-hmm. evil uh, and we go well both are both are bad <laughs> yeah. both are bad yeah. and so how do we care for the person yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah how do we care for their soul how do we share with them as Patty was saying again um, mm-hmm. you know the hope of Jesus Christ yeah right and so right. that involves us stepping into messy and, and hard and uncomfortable situations sometimes mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to do that so. yeah yeah patty's spoken often of um and this gentleman actually just passed away this past year uh one of the owners of the strip clubs mm-hmm. uh in our in our area and how they actually had really been able to make a lot of progress in conversations with him about his right. own faith yeah. found out some of his story that he grew up in clubs himself because his I believe his mom right. yeah. was the owner mm-hmm. prior to him mm-hmm. um, his daughters now um, don't they've actually been part of peace promise and some of their efforts and have and have now actually deeded into the building that it can't be used for a strip club anymore mm-hmm. um, and so I think that's but it is one of these complicated situations where I think we, our expectation, and there are some stories of this, which praise God that, that they are that quick resolution, but you, our expectation is that the that like someone would start having a, a conversation with an owner, for example, of one of these places. They would start to express some interest in faith, and then they would have like a, a Zacchaeus moment yeah. where like right after that, they're like, okay, I'm, I'm, selling, I'm selling everything I've got. I'm, selling, I'm giving half of what I took to the poor I'm paying back right. you know fourfold restitution yeah. and there's an immediate kind of and and in this in this instance um, that that didn't happen um, and not knowing the heart of this man when he passed away it's like that's the that's another one of these complicated issues mm-hmm. Patty would say there were lots of conversations where it sounded like he had come to faith hmm. um, and I hope he did right, um, but right. the outcome of that the outworking of that never never got to the place where he on his own volition said I got to shut this down wow. and find yeah. another place for these these women to mm-hmm. that I'm employing to, to find employment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it really is. It's really mm-hmm. and I, I've I appreciate that about um, how you're sharing this, Gretchen. I appreciate how Peace Promise tries to 
get in there. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, they w- you certainly can never accuse them of anything except loving the people that they get to cross paths with. Right. And they right. are yeah. very fully invested in the real, the real flesh and blood humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that are involved the victims in and the perpetrators yeah. you know the, the yeah. club yep. owners the the bouncers you know they have when you know yeah. they, they make bags to take into the clubs they make bags for the bouncers too yeah. you know and yep. you know people who work there and that's right so they're not trying to just say you know we're against you yep. we want to help the girls you know yeah. they, they yeah. see them all as souls that need right. that Which need is help so, yeah so hard but good Mm-hmm. You mentioned in your reflection, and you just mentioned a moment ago too, I really appreciate this, um, that Peace Promise started as a prayer movement, mm-hmm. continues to be really rooted in prayer. Right. Um, there's a group of people that, that continue to gather the first Friday of every month for Peace Promise to, to pray together. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe help us, help our, our listeners understand a little more about the role prayer plays in combating human trafficking. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of us at Liberty, a lot of Christians, and then even people outside of any kind of faith would I'm, would probably see the value of you know legislation, right. um, of mm-hmm. um, rescue efforts, of going into places, of even rehabilitation and, and training and employment, you know, vocational efforts to help mm-hmm. help people that are that are trafficked get out of that life. Right. Um, not a lot of people would immediately go, yeah, but prayer is the, is the thing that we really need to be doing. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, so it'd be great to hear some of how that's how that's played out even in your own sure. life. And, yeah. Right, yeah. When I first started with Peace Promise and even t- today, they would say that, like, prayer is the foundation of what they're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it started with just a couple moms, you know, who was like who learned about the issue kind of like I did, and they were like, what do we do? And so they started praying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to it's now it's a monthly a monthly prayer time hmm. um, and the you know pa- now Patty comes I, I haven't been there in a few years but when I was still involved Patty would come and you know just before they would go into the clubs for the night yeah. you know there would be prayer um, everything just surrounded their efforts and also even like with um, labor trafficking or other trafficking around the world like IJM they also say you know the prayer is um, just vital hmm. because you know there's just there have been several operations like they would go into they would plan an operation to go to find some girls that were being um, uh, sexually exploited exploited yeah. in like a brothel somewhere yeah and they would put out a call for people to pray because hmm. a lot of times they would show up and the girls were moved because the the uh, perpetrators yeah. got a got a tip yeah you know? mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. Um, there's people there's there's I read a story from IJM like last year that there was men, I think there was from Thailand, that to support their family went to the docks to uh, mm. get a fishing job on a fishing. Mm. And so they were like, say it's going to be a couple months. You know, you're gonna, we're going to go out and you're going to get paid. So they would go out on the boat. And when they were in the middle of the ocean, no, which would freak me out first of all because I don't oh like water, yeah. they were told, guess what, you're slaves. You know, we're not going back. Wow. You're not getting paid. You're not sending money, and so how do they get out? You wow. know, how yeah. do they get reached? Yeah, but prayer, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so IJM, you know, learns about those things, and they ask yeah. for prayer. Wow. So it's it's the groundwork, you know, of, of yeah. how any of these things yeah. work, because only it, because Jesus knows, you know, the hearts of mm. of the perpetrators. You know yeah. what they need to be broken. He knows the hearts of those that are in the middle of an ocean now, and you know can't get back to their families and are yeah. enslaved. Um, he knows the hearts of the children that are 
being in the there was children on Lake Volta in Ghana hmm. who were enslaved in the fishing industry and their hmm. you know they just disappear one day hmm. and their parents don't know where they are you know yeah and um, if IGM hears about it then they can come in but a lot of times there's language barriers or you hmm. know hmm. barriers that IJM doesn't hear right away you know yeah. so yeah um, just prayer for yeah. all of these types of ministries is is key and vital yeah, yeah it's hmm. It's it's a pervasive issue, mm-hmm. and I mean, Gretchen, you're speaking to that. Like that, there are more slaves today than at any time during history. Yes, hmm. there are 40 million Amazing. people enslaved, right. wow. or more. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. In in 2021, mm. um, and so like that, and I think even more in the U.S. than in any time in history as well. Right. Hmm. Um, and so yeah, it blows your it's, mind. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. everywhere. It, it yeah. is it is in our backyard. Yes, it's in probably in greater proportion in some of these other places, you know, your port cities, mm-hmm. uh, living in Tampa for a number of years, like mm. Tampa was a hotspot because it's a port city. Okay. Tacoma is a hotspot. Okay. Yeah. New York, you know, um, here New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here it's, um, here it's interstates and, and yeah. living in yes. Kansas city, yeah. uh, Kansas city. When I lived there, I 70 and I 35 bisect there, which are mm-hmm. two of the major routes across the central United States. So there were major hotspots around those intersections mm-hmm. here. It's, it's, um, it's Carlisle. It's the trucking yes, industry right, the, there's, right. uh, and related areas. I mean, the stat is something crazy, uh, that you can reach a certain huge percentage of the U S population within an eight hour drive of where we live. Wow. Yeah. So that's why all these trucking companies are headquartered here. They right. can all in one, in one driving shift, reach all these places. Huh with that and it's uh it's a stereotype certainly it's a generalization in there it's it certainly doesn't bear out in, in any by with everyone by any means um it's not like all like truckers are the perpetrators but mm-hmm. um yeah. but that there tend to be where where there are prevalence of truck drivers truck stops mm-hmm. that's also where adult bookstores um strip clubs things like that tend to be more prominent yes. than they are other places mm-hmm. so that's at least where we see it um where we see it here yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. what you were saying john is prevalent it's it, like this is just a this is not a um an issue of the past or even an right. isolated right. issue it's a right. it's a very it's prominent. yeah it's happening it's happening now and there's a good chance it's happening in your city mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you're at yeah so yeah. Um, yeah i just saw a headline i mean that's this isn't here but over in um california there was just an opera a sting operation where they recovered like 39 children that wow. were missing hmm. eight of them have been trafficked wow um, you know, wow. so it's yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I and, and grateful for how you you know, prayer has been so pivotal and foundational for peace promise in mm-hmm. your life. I know prayer for many topics is, is central to your heart and mm-hmm. who you are, Gretchen. And and just this reality of um we we can do certain things. We we can learn. We can mm-hmm. our perspective and paradigms shift as as all of ours have as we've right. as we've learned more about these topics. Um, and we should act, but but there is powerful work that God has to do. I really appreciated during prayers of the people yesterday. Um, Steve prayed for for God to call by name both victims of trafficking and perpetrators yes. of trafficking, yes. those who are oppressed mm-hmm. and those who oppress. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And as Christians, we certainly have this as a as our as our paradigm is that. Yeah. Those who are oppressors, those who are, it, it is wicked, it is evil, we call it that, but it is also their own slavery yes, to sin. True. And so we want, we want God to rescue his people mm-hmm. from slavery 
mm-hmm. in all of its forms yes. and, and, mm-hmm. and where sin is at the root of all of it. Mm-hmm. But um, we, that means we want God to rescue perpetrators of evil mm-hmm. and oppressors. And, and that is something um, beyond what we can do for victims of trafficking we should do. Right. It's, it's, it's often much more difficult to even get an inroads to perpetrators. Right. And, and yes. so like yeah. the praying that those, that those hard hearts and the walls around their hearts would, uh, would be broken down by the Holy Spirit that right. we could actually then maybe maybe get a little bit of time and conversation with them. But, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, mm-hmm. I think that's such an important and valuable part of the ministry of combating human trafficking yeah. is, is Pr- prayer. Prayer is an offensive weapon against the mm-hmm. work uh, of the enemy, you know, flesh and the devil. And so, mm-hmm. like, um, I think that that it's got to start there. I think one of the beautiful things that you've even you know, shared with us today is that the Peace Promise did start as a prayer ministry. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and pre- Peace Promise will continue as a ministry because of prayer and through right. prayer. Um, yeah. And so the more people who are praying, you know, may God move in their hearts and lives to uh, have have the right people step into the right situations and mm-hmm. be the right hands and feet. Because yes. it's, a, it's a very sensitive situation. It it's is. It's not something that everyone can get involved with, nor should they. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, but everyone can be praying. And I think yes. that's mm-hmm. that's key. Right. So. I could never, I don't think I could go into a strip club and mm. do what Patty does well, you know, and, and love like she does. But mm. I can pray for her to, to yeah. do that. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Gretchen, it's been really great having you with us today on yeah. the podcast. Thank you. Thank it's you for. Great to be here. Yeah. Thanks for sharing even some of your own life and story and experience of mm-hmm. how God's been moving You're in welcome. your heart for this. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Thanks, guys, for listening. And uh, we'll hope to talk to you soon.